All right, guys, something different this week for the intro, mate. Mm. I'm just going to play this. Let's take off. Let's go get lost. All the way down to Mexico. It's a place that leaves no regrets. Cross the border down to Mexico. I love this track. I have had this on. <laughs> yeah. 24-7, I've played it to anybody who'll listen. I yeah. just think it's a cracking song. A bit of volume. Yeah. If you're in your car, crank. Just get, yeah. get this song, crank it, it rocks. Here you go. Hang on. Just, just to get you in the vibe for this week's show, just a bit of a humor. We're We should get on with the show now, eh? Yeah, let's get into it. I got my motor working, but it just won't work on you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Mojo Radio Show. It's a show about getting your mojo working in and out of the workplace. Let's say good day to the guy who drives the show, runs the panel, does all the wonderful editing to make us sound so good and proper. Robbo, how's it going, buddy? It's going great, mate. Thank you. And you? Very good. We've got a good show this week. Lots to cover off. Um, yes. For those people who are new to our little shindig here, a little soiree, mm. um, what Robbo and I do is we just find people who we think have got their act together, have got their mojo working, and it might be something to do with business or their personal life or a community, sustainability, but whatever it may be. And we just like to get them on, have a bit of a wadi and extract some tips and tools and knowledge that you could apply to your own world to make your own mojo work better. Better. So um, that's what this is about, better. Yeah. There's my next editing maybe, job. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should find someone who can help me speak properly. Uh, so before we um, get to our guest, Robbo, I mm. found an interesting article this week by Dr. Mercola, which I thought was very appropriate for our guest today. Mm. The headline is, lack of sleep may lead to brain shrinkage. Mm. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I follow Dr. Mokola on Twitter and he is always putting out valuable stuff mm. to do with health and wellness. But this article was particularly good because what he said was that poor sleep quality was associated with reduced volumes within the right superior frontal cortex mm of the brain mm. um, and that can in part lead to a shrinking of the brain wow so I just thought it's because it, people people don't take their sleep seriously enough yet all these brilliant people are doing all this brilliant research and quite often they come back to one of the most powerful things we have for recovery and wellness is to get a good night's sleep so mm. I thought just um I'll post this full story on uh, the show notes, but I just thought it was an interesting, I don't know, just something that for us to really consider that are we getting a good seven to eight hours sleep at night? And it's not just the fact you wake up tired and you're cloudy with your thinking and mm. you may not be 100% in the room, but the other thing is you could be doing yourself long-term damage. So um, yep. I will post the story on the show notes. Um but that's a, that's a good one for us to look at. What do you got, buddy? It is. I'm a bit sick of the naysayers, so I've got one for the good guys this week. That's yeah, us. Um, remember a couple of... Yes, that's right. The Mojo <laughs> Police. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> 
Um, remember a couple of weeks ago I mentioned um, a young 19-year-old guy who'd come up with an, with an idea to clean our oceans of plastic? He'd yes. made this big idea of big scoops in the middle of the ocean. Yep. Well, in one for the Mojo Police. He's managed to get it funded and it will actually be deploying next year in 2016. So, um, oh, right. Yeah, he's 20 years old. Boylan Slat is his name. And his aim is to remove two and one quarter million tonnes of plastic from our world's oceans within the, next 12, within the 12 months after it launches. So um, how good is that? Just, you know, as an aside, the naysayers are already out there saying, you know, it'll never work. Um, he, he just, he, just one of their points and, and one that made me scoff and one that we talked about before recording the show. Point six, one of the ones they make, is it's far more efficient, cheaper and safer to keep the plastic out of the ocean in the first place. Mm, mm. Worked well so far. Get <laughs> <laughs> the naysayers. Yeah, exactly. Good on you guys. Yeah, give us your best shot. <laughs> So, yeah, so um, good on Boylan. So um, we, I might keep across that. When it launches next year, we'll keep an eye on how it's going and um, and what he's up to. Well, I've got one to follow on from your story mm. about the rhinos. Oh, and yeah. we had on the Australian Rhino Project, uh, mm. we had a phone call from a guy called Aiden who was talking about this charity and then you wrote the story and showed it on Facebook about how they're painting the horns mm. of the rhinos pink. Well, I found one during the week, which was interesting, and mm. it was called... Catching poachers on rhino cam. Right. Um, and they've implanted hidden cameras and GPS into the front of the horn of the rhino. Nice. So it's all to, to deter poachers, but yeah. a poacher walks up and they're on camera. And yeah. number two is if they take the horn, then it's got this GPS uh, in, embedded into it. So um, there's some very innovative stuff being done around that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's such a it's such a sad indictment on the human race that we even have to do that. I mean, yeah, you know, I know. hello. You yeah. know, the, all this crap you see on Facebook at the moment of, you know, I saw a woman posted on Facebook of her posing with a, gir- a giraffe that she'd shot. Yeah. And, and her argument was that she, giraffes are actually very an- dangerous animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 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 You, can, you can tell that when you go to the zoo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just sad, but anyway. I saw a great post... Um, during the week, and it was a shot, it was a, a photo mm. of a guy standing on top of a beautiful cheetah that he'd shot. Yeah. And someone had put over the top of the photo, um, yeah, look at me. I'm a dickhead. I'm a complete dick. <laughs> yeah, that was Ricky Gervais. <laughs> he posted that. Oh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Hey, That's look right. at me. I'm a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I've got one last piece, mm. um, and I've got an idea, mate. Yeah, okay. Mm. You've got an idea. You. And it will it will require some work on your on yeah, your part. Okay. But um, based on our years in radio, we yep. work with a lot of acts. We promote a lot of tours. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of gigs in the studio and on the streets with outside broadcasts with a lot of Australian artists and stuff, and visiting artists from overseas. Mm. And I found this story during the week, and, and I had read it before. But I just thought it was an interesting story which gave me an idea. And it was a story about how the Rolling Stones recorded I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Right. Now, I've heard Keith talk about this before. What he remembers of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, in fact, that's part of it. The myth is that Keith was asleep during the night. Yeah. And he woke up and mm. he had this riff running through his head. Right. So he rolled over mm. and he played the now famous three note riff, this one. He played that tape recorder and mumbled, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> and then just fell asleep again. They'll give me some more cocaine. <laughs> and when he woke up in the morning, he went, 
Oh, I wonder where that came from. Yeah. Played back the cassette and there was the riff. And I just thought it's a great story and there's mm. so many learnings from always keep pen and paper or something by your bedside to capture those things that you dream about. Not your mobile phone. Not your mobile phone. <laughs> Gratitude journaling right before you go to sleep yeah. because you then dream about good things as opposed to problems and issues and stuff like that. Mm. And number three, the power of sleep and how we need rest, which is mm. what today's show is all about. Um, and number four is how planting something in your subconscious mind can do great creative work for you. So I thought yep. Kaif's story was just a cracker. And it's just, you know, one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah. But I thought maybe what we should do is do a show based on all the great lessons of rock and actually go back. Oh, how long do you and want the show to be? <laughs> yeah, just just pull out just stuff that we remember from people we've worked with or stuff we've read that we've, we're fascinated by. Yeah. Um, and then play a bit of it and then sort of work out what the learnings are mm. and just be an interesting, fun, different sort of show. What do you reckon? Oh, I think it's a great idea. Besides that, it's a good chance to play some rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll! <laughs> hey, speaking of which, the intro to today's show... Yeah. I, uh, I'm a Dead Daisies fan. I love that new track, Mexico. They're yeah, rocking, aren't they? They are rocking. Do you reckon mm. we can get them on? Oh, I think we should definitely get them on. Yeah, for sure. I reckon, uh, I reckon there'd be a few good stories out of that. You know they're touring the country with Kiss at the moment, right? No, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. How yeah. cool is that? Definitely worth a chat to the Dead Daisies, for sure. Yeah, there'd be nothing in there to talk about touring with no. Kiss. <laughs> yeah, no. Got any stories from backstage, boys? Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's pretty quiet. Nah, they're pretty then. boring there. Yeah, nah, nothing, nothing. I'd actually be interested to know what Gene Simmons' rider is. Yeah, this, this, I've got some funny stories about that, but I'll keep that. Yes, keep that for next for week. the Lessons of Rock mm. show. In the meantime, this week, In the we've meantime, got, a, we've got another returning guest. Look out. Help us get the Mojo Radio Show on the iTunes What's Hot list. Hit up the Mojo Radio Show oh, and leave a comment now. Oh, and please... You are such a disappointing pair. Please, with us. So, to your point, Robbo, a returning mm. guest. We're starting to get a few people wanting to come back again. We must be doing all right. People actually like us. like us. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? it First is time weird. in my life anyone's liked me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, especially the grumpy sound producer. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, uh, Little Flower. Um, <laughs> for those who have been listening for a while, you'll, you'll have followed our Little Flower, yeah. our grumpy Go back sound a producer few stories. But um, yeah. I digress. Our guest this week was... In fact, it's one of our podium performers. In fact, the show we did with Anna Devena early on in our careers, Robbo, uh, yep. the latter part of 2014, On Sleep has become one of our most popular downloads. So um, we thought we would get Anna back on the show. Mm. There's more to talk about with sleep, mm. its impact, some of the stuff we mentioned at the top of the show is what mm. we say in the industry. Oh, listen uh, to him now. <laughs> listen to him now, Mr. Professional. <laughs> so, Anna Devena, welcome back to the Mojo Radio Show. Thank you. It's great to be here again. By far the most beautiful voice we, yeah. <laughs> we've had on our show. We love having you on. I'm a big fan of your work, Anna. Now, um, it's so lovely. Firstly, thank you for coming back on the show. and. Um, we sent a shout-out to you. That's what the kids say today, isn't it? Shout-out to you a couple of weeks ago because um, you weren't very well. You were, you were going through your own health challenges. But what I found really interesting is talking to you over the last couple of months in your recovery, you've actually used the Arna Devena philosophies um, in your own healing. Could you just talk us through 
how you've gone about your recovery using your philosophies? So, yeah, it was about um, about five weeks ago I was told that I needed quite major surgery. I only had three days to prepare because um, it was at a point really that if I left it any longer, things weren't going to be pretty. And I use my mind and sleep and um that's napping in the afternoon just for half an hour to lower the stress because I won't lie, there was definitely some anxiety there. But um, I managed it and I got through it. And on the other side, I didn't want to take painkillers. Actually, my body's too sensitive. I often react to painkillers. So I created my own... Um, little program which was basically icing continuously very long sleeps like 8 to 9 hours and then naps during the day and um, meditation and visualisation so I would feel the pain and then breathe into it and change my relationship to it so instead of tensing around it I would um allow it to be there and it would reduce a lot. So I got through without any pain. It was basically just ice and um, lots of good thoughts. How have you handled your mind during this time? I just find this quite fascinating. How how did you lean into that mental discomfort? I could see that, um, you know, I could look down the road of it's going to be a nightmare and all these things could go wrong and maybe the bone won't grow back and maybe my teeth will die and blah, 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 that road, which would really stick me out and um, (laughs) really wouldn't help at all. Or I could look down the road of this is a very, um, this is something I have to do and I think it is really, really crucial because often people think the worst. Actually, I still don't know and I won't know for another five months how successful it's really been. Yeah, yeah. So this is a time for me to stay on that. It's, it's, um, it's all healing. My teeth are healthy. And if the fear comes, I don't ignore it. You know, mm. I don't just pretend it's not there. Of course, fear comes. It's part of, I think, being human. But when it comes, I acknowledge it. And then I, it's like I turn to look in a different direction and I choose to focus on that. And that has been proven to help healing. You know, there's been whole books written on it. There's a wonderful book called You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which has so many real-life examples of people healing themselves just through their state of mind and what they're focusing on. Mm. So, yeah, it, it works. Are we undervaluing sleep, Anna? Definitely. So to put, you know, being on Facebook in front of sleep, to me, is, is strange. It's just, you know, what, what are we gaining compared to what are we losing from these choices we're making, particularly in the night. And the way that we look at, you know, success now, people almost 
you know, wear a badge of honor when they don't get enough sleep because I was working so late. But then what is what is the quality of the work that's being produced and the decisions that are being made and the, even the integrity because our loss of judgment is going to affect every conversation, every decision. So it's having such a huge impact and I see it impacting youth. You know, teenagers and um, younger kids need 10 hours of sleep. How many of them are getting that now? You know, I'm really happy that I didn't have computers and mobile phones as a kid. (laughs) Let's get down to some of the practicalities of getting a good night's sleep. We know we need to value it more. Um, I've seen you write about mentally rehearsing your sleep. Can we can we mentally rehearse it prior to putting our head down? Yes, we can. So um, I was talking before about, you know, what we focus on and how that mm. can actually help us go in that direction. I see that we're always looking forward just a little bit. You know, so we, we anticipate what we're going to do. It's in the back of our mind. You know, so to be able to look ahead and see, actually, I'm going to all the screens off tonight, 8.30 or 9. I'm going to have some quiet wind down time and actually anticipate and imagine feeling calm and then melting into a beautiful, deep sleep. You can actually plant that seed and tune into what it feels like. If it's been a while since you've experienced it, then I say to people, Remember a good sleep that you've had. So it may just be a particular place or time when you had a really, really fantastic sleep. So I call it a good sleep memory. Mm, that's good. I think I like that idea. That there's something you could actually visualize and emotionally feel too, couldn't you? So those good memories help you tune into that feeling if you can't do it without them. For me, um, it's being on this huge yacht and I laid down and there was this tiny little rocking of the boat and I got rocked to sleep. It was like something from a fairy tale. And sometimes, you know, if I'm in a hotel room and it's feeling really, like, not so lovely, I remember that and I'm asleep in seconds because I tune into that and how it felt. So we can, mm. we can, we can tune into things. And what people are often tuning into is bad sleep memories. And so that doesn't help at all. Just on that point, Anna, I recently saw a blog on Fast Company blog by Dr. Jennifer Jones. And the blog was about daily habits to improve your brain growth, which I found quite fascinating. Her, her advice was, was that before your head hits the pillow, Think about what has impacted you, good or bad, through the day and allow your brain to process it in your subconscious, in your dreams. Now, I'd be curious to get your perspective on that. It it makes me feel as though the gratitude journaling, which a lot of people talk about now as being a great performance enhancer, a lot of sort of the biohackers talk about it being done first up in the morning. You wake up, you grab your journal. What are you grateful for? You do your five-minute journal on gratitude. With what Dr. Jones is saying, it 
it seems to me like it would be a good way to process the good things from your day or the things you're grateful for prior to going to sleep to set that up in your subconscious mind and dream about positives and good things to put you in a state. I'm not really sure about dreaming about the good or the bad because I would suspect if you dredged up the bad, you could then dwell on that. What, what would be your perspective on that, Anna? Yeah, I would say process it in the evening sometime to sit with it, notice how you feel about it, do I need to do anything about it, um, and maybe write some things down. So you haven't kind of pushed it to the side for it to then come up. Definitely gratitude. Um, it's actually been proven as a book called Thank which was an in-depth, based on an in-depth study of the effects of gratitude. And it was found that improved sleep and um, more ease in getting to sleep is one of the major benefits of feeling grateful. So you're right. Um, I actually have that as one of my main um, relaxation skills that help people get to sleep. If you just lay there and think, what do I feel grateful for? And... Um, Doing it once you once you say or or acknowledge what you feel grateful for, then drop in and actually feel gratitude in your whole body. And one of the ways that I encourage people to do that is to just notice their heart and then let the feeling of gratitude kind of spread throughout the whole body from that connection to the heart. I read a piece about insomnia recently, and I'd be interested in your perspective on it. And a, another doctor called Dr. Busey said that the problem, in his mind, the problem wasn't lack of sleep, it was a problem of turning off the brain. But this ties back to what you're saying, isn't it, about going through a ritual to clear the brain before you and get yourself in the right mind state before you get to your bed. Uh, would you agree with that? Definitely. And um, just having a little bridge to sleep mm. where you're letting go of doing activities. So mm. even just a window of 10 minutes or 15 minutes where we're not stimulating ourselves with information or stories or even music, just a little bit of time where we can drop down from that. Because if you look at your brain waves in the different stages of sleep, they get slower and slower. So if we can get our brain waves close to the first stage of sleep, it's going to be much easier to fall asleep and we're going to get a deep sleep when we get deep sleep. Mm. I really suggest that little bridge to sleep so that you get a better quality sleep and then it's easier for you to unwind. Like a lot of people just on the go or being stimulated from the moment they get up to the moment they lay in bed and they just expect their body to bang, just switch off. Anna, you've got some beautiful guided relaxation tracks. Um, I'm just wondering whether Robbo and I could do something with this. Um, It'd be nice for the Mojo Radio Show listeners to be able to get a sense of your guided relaxations on this topic. How would it be if we posted a midweek show and the show is specifically just a guided relaxation track that they could go back, well, number one, to try, but number two, keep going back to it to help put them in this right state of mind to drop the shoulders, clear the mind and get some decent relaxation. Would you be into us using one of your tracks, the special midweek and next week to, to so people can experience this guided relaxation you're talking of? Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to offer that to your listeners. 
What do you reckon, Robbo? So we could... Um... I need all the help I can mm. get. So I'll use it. <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought you'd nodded off there, buddy. Um, no. Uh, but it's good. Um, I, I just think uh, I, lo- I love the stuff you do. You've, you've got the most incredible voice that Robbo and I talk about often. And, mm-hmm. and the last show, which was, I think, the latter part of last year in 2014, was one of our highest rating shows of all time. And in our highlight show... I highlighted that we both had key takeouts that have made a big difference to us in the quality of our sleep. I, I would just love to be able to give a guided relaxation track because they're beautiful to, uh, to our listeners. So Robbo and I will knock something up. We'll get you to do a little intro to it, but it'll be specifically, there'll be no wadi top and tail. It'll be specifically a track that people can play over and over to uh, experience all the stuff we're talking about. I think that'd be a cracker. Because the tracks not only guide people into deep rest and relaxation, but they teach people how to do that for themselves. So that's yeah, nice. the way that I design them. So there's a, there's a learning that happens without you even knowing, and then you find that you don't need to listen to the tracks after it. Mm. So, yeah, there's two things happening, um, which is... Which is how I designed it. I actually spent a year making the CD, um, looking over hundreds of client notes and seeing what was it that really worked for the majority of people. And then I simplified and honed it down and distilled it. And yeah, I'm very happy with the way that it's um, come out. And it's, I've been getting a lot of great positive feedback from people using it not only for sleep, but for reducing anxiety and stress, um, yeah, and getting through difficult times in their lives. So. Just while we're on that, just quickly, I, I've got a good mate um, who I went out and had a, a meal with on Saturday night, um, and he opened up to me that he's suffering depression at the moment and taking medication for it and all that sort of stuff. Can sleep and, and relaxation help in any way with that sort of stuff? Yes, it can, and depression is closely linked with insomnia, um, they actually feed on each other. So sleep loss can aggravate the symptoms of depression and then depression can make it more difficult to fall asleep. So I guess he's not getting enough sleep. The other way that people who are depressed go is that they sleep much like 10 to 12 hours, which also exacerbates the depression. Yeah, no, he's definitely the lack of... Okay. So he needs to reduce, it's all hormonal, you know, how we feel is so hormonal. And so his cortisol levels and adrenaline levels are going to be really high. He's not going to have many of the feel-good hormones. You know, he's, mm. he's not going to have serotonin running around his body. So he needs to do things to lower his stress and he can have little windows of time where he does that. So... Because um, you say to someone who's really stressed out, like, just just relax, just calm down. or And they're like, yeah. But you say, okay, 15 minutes a day, put your legs up or lay down, listen to this um, track or even some music that makes you feel good and think of things that made you feel good. He's going to change his hormonal state. And he's going to feel better after a while. He, he needs to reset his default hormonal state. But when people are in depression, they, they've, they've now got a default that doesn't feel very good. So they need to then flip it back. 
And the way you do that is in increments. You can't just go, oh, yeah, I feel great now. You know, it's like, all right, I feel better now for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, and then you slowly remember what that feels like. The sun is also um, a very useful resource for people with depression. I got quite severely depressed when I divorced my husband, and I actually used the sun mainly to pull me out of it. So I would turn my face to the sun and um, the light actually enters in through your eyes, even through closed eyelids, and it it feeds your pituitary gland. So it actually changes it. So it's, um, and I would feel it quite, quite um, profoundly after I do it. I'd feel quite comforted. So, and then that also helps with your sleep. You know, the more light and particularly sunlight we can get, that helps then regulate our sleep as well. So, trying to have some little windows of um, relaxation, even if it's just 10 minutes during the day, and do things that make him feel, feel good. You know, like exercising can get endorphins going and being with people who he feels good with and... And, yeah, and making sleep a priority. That's really important. It sounds like just making time for yourself is the most important thing, really, because he's one of these guys that runs around and, you know, got to do this, got to do that, got to be here, got to be there, you know, gets home, got to do this, got to do that, got to get the kids into bed. You know, now the kids are in bed, I've got to do this. So, you know, really just finding some time for yourself is a uh, – no matter what you do, you're turning your face to the sun or, or listening to Anna Devena's relaxation CD, you know, just finding that time to do something for yourself. It's a combination of things, Robbo. It's Leonardo da Vinci said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Mm. And a lot of times with these things, the problem when you are talking to people who are depressed or suffering anxiety or clinically depressed is the things that Anna's talking about are so profound and so powerful, yet they seem too simple. Yeah. Yeah, well, turning your face to the sun does sound simple, doesn't it? Yeah. The sun and vitamin D is one of our most deficient vitamins that it, clinically most people suffer from. Mm. Uh, yesterday, I, I spoke in front of 700 key executives um, and then went straight into dinner and hosted dinner that night. Um, those guys never saw the light of day from 8 o'clock in the morning until almost midnight. So I was craving it. And during the break, I had to go outside to stand in the street just to get some actual sunlight. It's the simplicity that you say to the executives, you should do that, and they go, too busy. I'm just going to stay here and check my emails, go check, send more texts, or get text more. And, and that's part of the issue. So when you're talking to your mate, it is, I think, Arna nailed it. I mean, time to yourself. I, I love the idea of setting up, listen to this track, it's 10 minutes, as opposed to you should relax more. Spend 10 minutes sitting in the sun, going for a walk outside, walking around the block at lunchtime. So it's a combination of things that comes back to, yes, it is looking after yourself, but then you could go into a whole show on the food that they should eat. <laughs> Where the do you type end? of exercise and the conversations and, and how they, they talk stop themselves. eating. Yeah. I exactly. mean, so, sugar is a, it's a big cause of depression. Um, there's a book called Sugar Blues, um, fantastic book. Uh, it was actually written by a journalist who was a sugar addict who realised he was a sugar addict and he was depressed as well. And so there's just, and, and you know, so much is laced with sugar. So, mm. yeah, and then and then if you're depressed, you want some sweetness, you know. I mean, <laughs> we feel time, there's nothing for us, we want some sweetness in our life. So then we 
we take it in and sugar, but really there's such sweetness in 10 minutes of rest. There's such sweetness in making 10 minutes to sit in the sun and really we can make 10 minutes. We, we waste 10 minutes so um, easily on emails, yeah. you know, and so willingly. <laughs> Anna, I read a, this blog on insomnia and one of the things that this Dr. Boosie talked about was in some cases, people could be getting more sleep than they think. Do you believe that could be the case where we don't think we've had a very good night's sleep? Well, in actual fact, we did sleep during the night, but it's just our mindset made us remember a couple of times we woke up. Do you, would you concur with that? Yeah, there's a lot of people who um, think they sleep worse than they do or they've convinced mm. themselves that they sleep worse than they do. Now there's all these apps that are on phones which you sleep with under your pillow to measure your <laughs> sleep. But really, look, I, I do not, I do not think that those um, apps would measure um, properly because they just measure on any kind of movement. You really need your brainwave um, recorded to know, really know, what kind of sleep you're getting in the night. And on that note, sleeping with your mobile phone. Anywhere near the bed is extremely detrimental. Mobile phones have now been classed a carcinogen. And so many people are doing it. Apparently 50% of people sleep with their phone right near their head. So, and it's been proven to cause brain cancer, brain cancer tumours in the head. So I really want to say please to the listeners, at least just try for a week turning your phone off and keeping it away and see how much that helps your sleep quality. Here's a question for both of you. Uh, we'll start with you, Robbo. Uh, are you a showerer in the morning or the evening or both? I'm bookend, morning and night. Morning and night, yep. Anna? It depends. <laughs> but I'm generally a bookender as well because I like to exercise in the morning and then I like to have the experience of washing my day away. So I'm standing in the shower and I'm just in the oh. shower. I'm just with the steam. I'm just with the water. And I just let the day wash away. Listen to you. What a great idea. Be the water, my friend. Be the water. Yeah, um, that's fantastic. But, but that's just it, Robbo. That's the reason I bring it up. Mm. And you both um, have scored A plus on this, kids, mm. because uh, it has been, been shown that having a warm shower at night can adjust your body temperature because the body starts to warm up at nighttime getting ready for sleep when the sun goes down. Mm. And apparently a warm shower can help that. Uh, I love the idea of washing away the day. I think it's an absolute cracker. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, have you heard that before, Arna, this this science behind warm, getting ready for bed and warming up as part of the ritual? I need to do a backwards on this one because warming up isn't what we need for sleep. So the whole idea behind having a warm shower or a warm bath is that as the body cools down, we get relaxed and we go into sleep. So the body is actually cooler in sleep. And one mistake people make is they have too hot a bath. So they heat their core body temperature up too much and then can't get to sleep. A lot of people relate to this when I talk about it. So... If the shower is too hot or the bath yeah, is too yeah. hot, it can actually stop us from getting to mm. sleep. But if it's a mm. warm, relaxing shower or bath and then afterwards 
we cool down. It's in that cooling down phase that we then relax into sleep. We need the room mm. to be um, cool and our body temperature lower mm. than our daytime body temperature when we're sleeping. Mm. And that's also why it's not a good idea to exercise to coast to sleep. Um, exercise yeah. in a way that heats your core body temperature. So we should time that kind of exercise about five hours before we want to sleep if we're really getting heated up because otherwise the body can't cool down enough to um, to get to sleep. Does everyone have a different ideal body temperature for sleep then? Because to give you an example, my fiancé and I, we have a sheet, a blanket and a doona on the bed. I sleep under the sheet and the blanket and can't stand the doona over, over me while I'm sleeping because I get too hot. But she, other, other nights, will have the sheet, the blanket, the doona and grab another blanket and be comfortable and sleep for the night. So uh, is there an ideal temperature or do we all have our own individual sort of this is my comfortable temperature for sleep? Yeah, we all have our own individual. For women, it fluctuates a bit because of our cycle. Mm. Um, but generally, you hear that women want more covers than men. Yeah. Um, and... It is an issue with partners, you know, to find that way of sharing um, blankets and sheets that mm. feels, you know, com- comfortable and it doesn't disrupt your sleep. Mm. I, I think um, two days where you have a zipper in the middle so mm. you can zip different sides together for, yep. for different preferences. I yep. really like that idea. Mm. I think that's, that's very practical. Or actually having a separate um, duvet, like let's say a single that you each yeah. have that suits your body temperature. And it's, I see a lot of couples, they just they just keep going with, with bedding that doesn't work. They yeah. don't really address it. So, yeah. so really sitting down and saying, what's going on and what do we need? So you've come, you found this great solution where mm. you've got the sheet and blanket and then she has something extra on her side. Mm. But... Yeah, we all, you know, and it depends on our home. Like my home can get really cold, so I yeah. need different things in that environment to say when I go somewhere else. So, mm. but generally speaking, we need to be cooler than um, than warm while we like when we sleep. We need to be warm yeah. enough. But our yeah. body temperature does need to drop down a little bit to get into. Sleep. Mm. So sleeping with a heater on isn't a good idea. No, I, I think I'd cook. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought you were going to go foreigner there, mate. Hot blooded chick at the sea. Uh, that's the one. Yeah. Um, Anna, this has been fantastic catching up with you again. We've now had you on the show twice. We've endeavored to cover different angles around sleep, meditation, relaxation. What's the one question that I should have asked you that I haven't asked you that you would like to talk about? For our listeners to do with sleep, relaxation, REM, meditation? What should I have asked you? Um, I think one of the most, you should ask me, you know, what's one of the most helpful things that people can do? Um, Anna, what's one of the most helpful things? People <laughs> you know what he's doing, don't you, Anna? He's just sort of, he's weaseling his way yeah, out I of just, it. I, I thought, you know, how should I answer that? I just go straight into it. Uh, no, yeah. just get into okay. it. Just, just go straight See, up. Gary's changed, Gary's changing the way we're going to do the show. The interviewees will just come on the show and interview themselves from now on. <laughs> Is he letting me answer that question or what? 
Okay, so um, you ask, uh, what you can do is ask the question and answer it. <laughs> Sorry, I was a bit slow there. The most helpful thing that I see people can do to help them cultivate the ability to sleep well is to learn how to still their mind. We learn so many other skills all the time, and giving attention, giving time to actually learning how to find our off switch and calm down and pause during the day, which I did mention at the in our last interview. It doesn't have to be difficult. It can be simple. Just, just stop. Notice your breathing. Um, look around, see what you see. Bring yourself into the present, out of thinking about the future or the past, just cultivating that ability to be present and still will help not only improve sleep, but it will lower stress levels. And I believe improve the quality of your life, your work and your relationship. You incorporated stillness into your recovery too, didn't you? I mean, when I was talking to you the last few months during your own recovery, stillness Reading between the lines, it seemed to be an important ingredient in not just you and your own personal values and philosophy, but also in your healing. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Being the full stop, (laughs) I have a friend say. Um, (laughs) There's so much richness that comes in stillness. You know, and even just as we wake up, as we go to sleep, that little window of time that is so beautiful. And people are wanting to rush past it. You know, I want to get to sleep. I'm not asleep yet. Enjoy that stillness. And then when you wake up, oh, no, my day, or just actually enjoy being still, finding the pleasure in it. There is so much pleasure in it, um, let alone benefit. When I was a kid growing up, Anna, I uh, grew up in North Queensland as a kid, and I remember... <laughs> having uh, a guy who was made of my dad's and he was a big influence on my life as a kid. And every morning and every night, you'd find him sitting on his back steps and he'd just sit in the morning, have his coffee, and at night he'd have his rum and he would just sit. And what kind of man was he? He was... His, uh, Jimmy was hard to describe. He was a... He worked in the railways his whole life. He, he just loved the barbecue. He loved the beer. He loved playing backyard cricket. He loved watching the West Indies play Australia. He loved the races. He just, he just seemed always, he was, he was a person who enjoyed the moment and was never looking ahead, never looking back. He was just completely in the moment without knowing it. And I remember I'd get up in the morning and go and sit with Jimmy and nothing had to be said. Whereas today it just seems people are scared of stillness. They're scared of silence. Yet Ben Kingsley, who won the Academy Award for Gandhi, said that stillness and silence were his currency. And this, this guy just taught me about just sitting. And it's hard to do anymore because when you sit with another today, it feels like there's a big gap that someone has to fill with something. Making friends with stillness and also bringing that stillness into our relating, just the richness that comes from that is needed, I think, now. just that putting the phones away and 
not having those disturb hours. Yeah, I actually think that that would help us sleep better as well. Well, it's been a cracking show, Anna. Thank you so much for sharing all that stuff with us. Uh, it's been very, very valuable. And what we're going to do now is. Robbo will work to put a little show together for uh, next week and it'll run. It'll be a guided relaxation that you can pick out for us and set up and uh, that'll be our little gift to all the Mojo Radio Show listeners. So thank you for being so generous with that. I think it's going to be a, a life-changing tool that people can use to to find more of the stuff we're talking about here. So um, it's been so good talking to you, Anna. It's my pleasure. It's great talking to you guys too. Yeah, mm. you rock. You rock! <laughs> <laughs> you know what this means now, Gary? We've got to find a reason for, for number three, interview number three. <laughs> I was thinking about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had a tree, Pete. No, we haven't. How about, how about how lack of sleep kills sex drive? There you oh, go. So you, well, you we've got there. You got you pick Robbo and one. Well, actually, well you know, you know, I, I, I see, a, I see a threesome here, Gary. To you oh. know, since we're talking about <laughs> <No>. sex, mate. <laughs> no, remember, remember, uh, Lauren Ruddick. Lauren, remember Ruddick. We, when we, we promised our listeners we'd go back and and talk about um about uh, yoga and 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 sex and all that stuff with Lauren. There, there may be an there may be an episode. Maybe we no, could call it Between is. the Sheets with the Mojo will, Radio Show. We are going to do that. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. We have a friend Get of ours who, yep, yeah, she lives in Quebec and she is an international yoga teacher. So she travels the world teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. Very, very spirited lady who spent a year doing a handstand every day for a year just to see what would happen. And she was wonderful. But the last thing she said as part of the program was, we must do a show based on how yoga and meditation um, can enhance your sex drive, your sex life. So I think we should do, because invariably people talk about mojo, Mm -hmm. a big portion of anybody who thinks about the term mojo thinks it's about, you know, the bedroom. So... um, I think it could be a cracking show to get because I think you guys would both be fun together. And mm. um, yeah. yeah, well, we I'm talk about it. from the boardroom to the bedroom on this show, and we've never we really do. talked about. Well, we talked about the bedroom with Anna, but and there's really only two things you should do in bed. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> and, right. And then we'll bring Jackie on to straighten everybody out after we've messed everybody <laughs> yes, up. That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, let's keep our fingers crossed for the um, Between the Sheets special episode of the Mojo Radio Show. Oh, God. <laughs> In the meantime, where, uh, where are we going to find out more about all this amazing stuff you've been telling us about? Um, well, you can go to my website, thesleepnews.com, and look out for the um, little offering that we're going to make next week. That's right. Keep your ears peeled. tracks from the CD. Yeah. Mm, sounds good. Well, it's been great, Anna. Lovely to talk to you. Look forward to seeing the little program during the week and uh, look forward to episode three on the Mojo Radio Show. Indeed. Okay. See you guys. Yeah. Thanks, Anna. See you. The Mojo Radio Show. So, yoga and tantric sex, eh? I reckon that'll be an interesting show. Yeah, I think um, if we can get in touch with Lauren, who is travelling a lot, Mm. doing her yoga around the world, and Anna, and uh, get them together, it'd be really interesting. And it's something we haven't touched, really haven't delved into yet. No. Well, we do spruik, you know, that it's everything from the boardroom to the bedroom, but we haven't really 
Besides sleep, we haven't really been too far into the bedroom yet, have we? No, not yet, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big, uh, that's a good show. Lots that's a great, great show. stuff there. Um, mm. You had a shout out, didn't you? I got a, I got a shout out just to a buddy of mm. mine, um, Anna Levy, who's one of the mums at the footy club. We had our um, our gala night the other night, and. Uh, she mentioned that she'd been an avid listen to, listener to the show. So um, not only a lovely lady, but also a listener of the show. So that's got to make her the perfect woman, doesn't it? I must say, uh, I, in the last week, have bumped into two people who I haven't seen for quite a while who are both avid listeners of the show. Mm. And just the lovely things, the fact they listen. Yes. Number two. <laughs> and we don't have to fact, pay them. <laughs> yeah, and they get lots of notes out of it. They think yep. it's valuable. Yep. and. One CEO I spoke to, Ray, said, and he, he's got you know, 25 different businesses around wow. Australia. Uh, he's a very, very busy guy. And his comment was, it's his go-to resource for the week is the Mojo Radio Show. So, Isn't that nice? Folks, it's, um, you know, if you are listening, let us know. It's, it's yeah, good for our Mojo. Stuff. We don't advertise. Um, thank you to our friends at Corona, Tim Tams and Mission Courtships. <laughs> we can live in hope, buddy. Come on, this, throw us a bone. Never drop the dream. <laughs> in fact, if Corona don't contact us this week, I'm moving to Seoul. <laughs> I am moving across. It's $37 a carton. It's a much better option. I'm I'm moving, buddy. I'm, I'm, I've got no... <laughs> uh, you never know your luck, right? But it is good. So uh, leave us a review. Yeah. On iTunes. Honestly, all uh, we see is, is numbers on a page. All we see is this amount of downloads a week. And it's like, well, you you know, are you downloading it because, you know, you've, you've set it up to download and you're not listening or or you are listening? Let us know. It's absolutely. Feedback is wonderful. Who you'd like to hear from, questions you've got for us, stuff mm. that we can improve, <laughs> anything at all, we can take it. Just uh, leave us a review. Uh, or you can ring the answering machine on 0872006656 and leave us a message. Um, we listen to them all. We will reply to them all. Mm. All good. So um, good, good, good. All right, we're done. There's the end of the show. Big show next week, then, folks. A little bit of rock, yes, a little bit of roll. Was it a bit? Uh, was it Donny Osmond? A little bit. She's a bit country and a little bit western. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> Not western. God. There'd be no Western on this program. What's the uh, what's the what's the Blues Brothers one? We play both kinds of music, country and Western. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful place, Bob. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. All right, till next week. We're out. Uh, We're out. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and Western. The Mojo Radio Show is produced and recorded in the studios of Voodoo Sound. For more tips and tools to get your mojo working, check us out on Facebook at The Mojo Radio Show or online at themojoradioshow.com. For more about Gary, see garybertwhistle.com or to polish your next audio or video production, check out voodoosound.com.au and for the right voice, realtimecasting.com. Andrew Peters speaking. See you next time.